0: Will there be a Game of Thrones prequel? What does the future hold for Marvel and Star Wars? And what does 2021 hold for the Toddcast? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of the Toddcast? Hello everyone and welcome to the Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. And first off, I did want to say real quick, is a merry late Christmas to everyone out there who celebrates Christmas holidays. This episode, of course, is coming out the day after Christmas on Saturday the 26th, so I just want to go ahead and say Merry Christmas to everybody out there who celebrates it. Um, Also, this day, the 26th, is Kwanzaa, so Merry Kwanzaa, I guess, to everybody who celebrates that and... Hanukkah and everything all of those holidays and hopefully all of you have a happy new year next week as well so but there is a bunch of news to get into today so first off I want to say the star of Bethlehem that's right some of you may have missed it it was probably watched by a lot of people as I imagine it was all in the news and even on the weather channel too They called it the Star of Bethlehem, after, you know, the Star of Bethlehem from the Bible and all that, but what it really was, if you don't know, like, the actual, what it is, is that it's Jupiter and Saturn, the planets, of course, align in a way where they're in... And align, of course, that's what that means. They align to where we are looking from Earth, and we can see them right up, like kind of like eclipse style, where they're one's in front of the other. And I did not see it. I did see them moving, like I saw them tearing out across the sky, because uh, if you don't know the order of the solar system, Saturn is farther away from Jupiter from the sun, of course. And I was at my house, of course, and I could look up in the sky and I was like, "Oh, there's the moon, there's a bunch of stars." And normally you can see Jupiter and Saturn on like a normal clear night because they're they're pretty big cuz those are like the two biggest planets in our solar system. And Jupiter's pretty bright. Like Whenever you think that's like, Mom well, man that's a really bright star, it might be Jupiter. <laughs> Just saying that you might be able to see it. But people got really like clear photos of it and it was really cool to see it, because it's like you're having a real clear photo on a real clear night or morning or evening or what whatever time of the day it was in your corner of the world. And to be able to see two planets clear as day, right there from being on the ground on earth is it's really something in my opinion being able to say wow that planet those planets they look i mean they're really small to us because of the way they're i mean they're far away and our eyes can't see them really good but being able to say hey i just saw two planets that most likely no one is ever going to ever visit in my lifetime that's pretty cool to say in my opinion so if you saw it you know what I'm talking about, and if you didn't see it, you really missed out. Of course, if it was daytime in your part of the world where you couldn't see it, that kind of sucks, you know, but that's the way it is. Because they said the last time this happened was like in 1623, but they said the way from where people could, they couldn't see it because the sun was out while it was happening So, they couldn't be like, well, there's the sun, and then there's these two planets, and you can't hardly see anything because of the sun, you know. It lights up the whole sky. But they said the last time they could see it at night was apparently in the year 1225, which was (laughs) a really long time ago. But they said the next time might happen, from what I read in one article, was that it could happen in 2080, I think. I think I read that right. So, hopefully, 2080, you know. So, this is like a once in a lifetime thing for most people on this planet to be able to say that I saw two planets align into this bright star at night, which was a really cool thing to see. So, yeah. So, it might happen in 2080, from what I read once, somewhere. So there you go. Yeah. So if you're around in 60 years, you might be able to see it. So there you go. Star of Bethlehem, Saturn and Jupiter. They'll be making their way <laughs> across the galaxy like they usually do. And you'll probably see them at night. So if you got a good telescope and you can see pretty clear, just look at the sky at night. You know, if it's a clear night, like I said, no clouds, you might be able to see some planets, some constellations, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot out there that you don't really know about. So, I want to go into, right now, is that the Game Awards, I think they were last week. The 2020 Game Awards were on December the 10th. So, two weeks ago. And, for some of you have no clue what this is, the Game Awards, of course, are basically the Oscars, but for video games. So they have a Best Video Game Award, Um, Content Creator of the Year, which means people who post on YouTube and do live streams of them playing games and all that kind of stuff, and they compile a list of like five to six different people and be like, out of these people, who made the best content this year, who really rose up and made their name known throughout the year 2020, which that Content Creator of the Year was a woman by the name of Valkyrie, so congratulations to you for winning the content creator of the year. And then Game of the Year Award, of course, went to The Last of Us Part 2, which if you don't know that um, series of those two games, I think The Last of Us, the first one won Game of the Year Award when it came out, and then Part 2, of course, has won Game of the Year Award for 2020, which is, I mean... It shows you ma- they make good games because they're made by the company Naughty Dog. And they make pretty good games, apparently, because they keep they always win game of the year for whatever game they put out. And there were other games nominated. Of course, not many games could be nominated because of being pushed back due to COVID because they couldn't work on them. Like that, uh, the newest game, Cyberpunk 2077, which is... It was highly anticipated. It was officially announced seven years ago that this game would come out. I'm pretty sure it was announced in 2013. We didn't get the first trailer until like years later in like 2018. And then around that time last year was when it was uh, big in the news whenever Cana Reeves was announced to be in this game. And then it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And then it finally come out this month but it was too late for game of the year awards because it was not put out in time because you have they have a set date that's like if it comes out this day on december the whatever it can't be nominated because that's just the way it is because they have to have time to be able to review it and have the critics come in and do all this kind of stuff for the games so so congrats the last of us part two for game of the year um i have not i think i Played a little bit of the first one. I haven't really played either one. I think I played like 30 minutes to an hour of the first one. I don't even remember where. I just remember playing it. And I kind of enjoyed it, you know? I mean, I didn't... I don't think I owned it, but I kind of enjoyed The Last of Us. And, you know, I might play it... I might give it a try to play the first and second one, you know? So, and really see how they are game of the year games. So... Congrats to those, and congrats to all the winners of this past year's Game Awards. But, (laughs) the most important thing, this wasn't announced at the Game Awards, this has been announced for a while now. This past year, whenever the PS5 was announced and they showed it off, big news, of course, because the PlayStation rivals the Xbox, and you got the PlayStation 5, and the PS5 Digital, And then you got the Xbox Series X, and then the Series S, which is, of course, the S is their digital version. Kind of like PS5's digital. But, there was a console announced this year that will rival, apparently, those two. Because the big names, of course, are like the PlayStation the Xbox. And then you got the Nintendo consoles, which are basically their own thing because they have all the Mario games, the Pokemon games, and all that kind of stuff. And there are games that go across, you know, but you never see Pokemon games come over to Xbox or PlayStation, nothing like that. But you always see all these other games like Doom and stuff like that going to the Nintendo consoles. And then there's PC, of course, which is computer, whenever you play PC games. But now, apparently, there is a new Challenger Approaching into the console, the console wars, and that's right, you guessed it the KFC's own console, KF Console, will be available. I don't know when (laughs) you really have to google what this is, and if you spell it, it's capital KFC and then onsole after that O N S O L E. And it makes one big word, where it's the KF console, will be an official console, apparently. Now, I don't know what to think about this, because this is a console to rival PlayStation and Xbox. Made by KFC, the Chicken Restaurants. Colonel Sanders himself is making the KF console. I am currently on CoolerMaster.com, which are the people who are designing it and all that kind of stuff. Now, what this is, is that it looks like this big bucket, of course, to go keep on brand with KFC. It's completely black with red button on the front. It's a power button, and it's got KF console written on the front. And it's got a disc tray, of course. That's where you put your discs in to play them. And it's got this big compartment on the side of it. Now, what this is, is that this is the world's first ever built-in chicken chamber. Now, it sounds stupid (laughs) and idiotic, but it makes sense. Because what this is, that you put your chicken in to this chicken chamber, you close it, and while you're playing games, of course, if you don't know, whenever you play video games, the console tends to get warm, because whatever game you're playing or whatever, it's got to kick up the speed. Sometimes they get loud, and that's whenever they kick the fans on inside the actual console to try to cool it down. What they're doing is that the heat that is generated from playing these games and making the console warm will heat up your chicken in the chicken chamber and they said that way you can utilize the system's natural heat and airflow system you can now focus on your gameplay and enjoy hot crispy chicken between rounds now (laughs) that is amazing (laughs) i love that idea and they have specs and they said it's supposed to run very well um it'll show them in 4k which is like the 4k tvs and all that kind of stuff 20 240 fps like high great stuff it's a console but it's supposed to run like a pc and pc always runs better got all these all these specs that i don't really understand it's vr ready you can play vr with this thing it's got ray tracing like what the crap (laughs) like KF console like I don't even know how much it is it does not say but this was announced this past year and there's a video for it it might have been last year in 2019 But they said it will put an end to the console war, the console wars, because neither the PlayStation or Xbox is gonna win because the console that's coming out on top is the KF console. So, and you gotta Google it just to understand. Like, if you're driving right now, you need to pull over on the side of the road just to Google KF console because my God, this this thing will definitely be. Like If they make this and it works, it will be amazing to be able to say that you started out as a chicken restaurant and then went on to make the the short film with Mario Lopez starring as Colonel Sanders in a recipe for seduction that was on Lifetime. It was only a 15-minute movie, but I haven't watched it yet. I have it recorded. Then, to go on, and before that, they even made a game. KFC made their own video game which is a dating simulator, which not my type of game, of course. I don't enjoy dating simulator games. But they made it and it was a success because it's like it's KFC. What are you going to do? So they made that, they made the movie. And now they're making their own console to play games and probably watch Netflix or Hulu and all that kind of stuff on there like I can do with my PlayStation. So the KF console. KFC should sponsor me and then they should send me the first ever KF console. I will talk about it every week if that was the case. I would be like, I would go interview some college some other college president from somewhere off somewhere and be like hold on a second this episode is sponsored by KFC if you haven't gotten the Kf console yet what are you doing with your life <laughs> like, like I would definitely do that if KFC were and if it worked if they bring the Kf console and this is and it's just a, a turd that just sits there and does nothing and it just for decoration, no, I would not want that, they would actually have to pay me money to keep that in my house, because I would not want that just taking up space, but, man, if this thing works, that, (laughs) like, what do you want for Christmas, little Timmy, you want a PlayStation, you want an Xbox, I want the KF console, like, (laughs) like, this is wild, like, 2020, bad enough of a year it was, but man, 2021, if they release the KF console, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, they're going to go out of stock quicker than the PS5. Like, man. And the PS5 is out of stock everywhere. So, KF console, (laughs) if you aren't interested in gaming, you should be now (laughs) because KFC has thrown their hat into the ring. Like, the ball is definitely in their court now. So, there you go. KF Console coming coming to a store near you in some point in the next year or two. So, there you go. So, going into entertainment news, going away from the KF Console here for a bit, is that, like I said at the beginning of this episode in the intro, there is confirmed a Game of Thrones prequel in the works in 2022 on HBO TV, not on HBO Max. As of right now, it's not going to be on Max. It's going to be on HBO TV like how Game of Thrones used to be, and it will, of course, have a weekly episodic show just like Game of Thrones, and is a prequel, so it happens before everything that happened in Game of Thrones. And this show will be called House of the Dragon. All All I know, it's about... If you're familiar with Game of Thrones lore, it is supposed to be about the Targaryens, and there will be more dragons introduced into this. And, of course, it is a prequel, so, in my opinion... I don't think you may I don't think you really have to be familiar with the Game of Thrones show because this takes place before all that. I mean they might in the Game of Thrones show they might actually mention like older people that are like long been dead now. And then in the prequel, those might be the people, like the main characters that they're talking about. Being the Targaryens and all that kind of stuff. So If you're interested in Game of Thrones and any of that, the Game of Thrones prequel was officially announced. House of the Dragon premiering in 2022. That's right, in 2022. Probably around... I'm going to guess May. Shows normally start in February. For me, anyway. I used to... Because a lot of shows always started in February, and then they go to, like, May... And then they wouldn't start again until, like, September and go to maybe December. Depending on how many episodes are in a season. So, I think it's going to be successful because, one, is Game of Thrones. And we're getting another show out of Game of Thrones lore, the story. And it won't last that long. Because, I mean, depending on how many years in the past it was. Because they said it's, like, hundreds of years. So they can make a show on... 10 seasons or however many they want to so best of luck to them um i think i do know filming has been underway i'm pretty sure like it started before covid happened they announced some of the people who were cast in it so yeah i don't really know much about it to be honest with you it's just called house of the dragon and 2022 on hbo normal television so if you don't have hbo the channel on whether you have dish or direct tv Or any other TV provider. You might want to consider getting it if you want to watch House of the Dragon. But then it'll probably put on HBO Max. Like Season 1 of it might be put on HBO Max whenever season 2 comes out. Because that's the way The Walking Dead used to be. I think they still are doing that. Whenever the next season comes out, they put the last season on Netflix. So it's like you can watch all of that while the second season is currently airing one episode at a time. So... So, yeah, if you're interested in that, there you go. 2022. So, can't wait. I'm going to watch it, of course, and I'll be here to tell you about it in two years' time. So, (laughs) probably in a year and a half, because it'll probably come on around the summertime, I imagine. So, I hope for the best for it, and I think it's going to be a pretty good show, in my opinion. Especially if it's got more dragons, because the dragons are pretty dead gum cool in that show. Also, in that world that... Warner Brothers owns HBO. They also own DC, of course, being Batman, Superman, and all that kind of stuff. The Batman, of course, I've talked about that many times. The Batman, which is Robert Pattinson's Batman movie, directed by Matt Reeves, which is apparently coming out towards the end of next year. I think coming out in October 2021, I'm guessing. Yeah. This movie apparently is very heavily rumored that it will be rated R. Now that'll be the first ever rated R Batman movie ever. and I think the reason is that they want to try to follow in the steps of how Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie was rated R and did very well successfully, like they won like he won Best Actor. For that movie, which I understand because I watched that movie in theaters, and it was amazing. I haven't watched it again, so I may have to watch it for a second time to see if it still holds up. Because it is available on HBO Max. But it was a pretty gum good movie. Like, I gotta give them to it. Because I enjoyed The Joker, and if they can make a Batman movie with the same R rating like that, I think it's gonna do amazing. Because it's like, we're we're all, of course, in the Marvel scenario where their movies are PG-13, of course, because of violence and hardly any language. And we've stayed in that era ever since. Because, I mean, the last Marvel movie that came out that was MCU was the last Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, that came out in July 2019. And here we are um, waiting for something else where three weeks away now from the first MCU thing that will take place in 2021, which is the WandaVision show on Disney+. And I'm very excited for it because it's finally something Marvel-related. And I think the anticipation of waiting from July 2019 to January 2021, I think the anticipation is really well done, in my opinion, to wait a year and a half until the next step in the MCU happens, um, even though, of course, COVID ruined a lot of that, in my opinion, but I think it also, put, pushing all that stuff back was really good, in my opinion, but back to the point is that MCU, they're not for children, the movies aren't, like, I, I love them, and any age can love this these movies and shows, but it's the setting is my point. Like, we don't get many superhero uh, shows or movies that are dark and R-rated. I mean, DC Universe has all been dark type of stuff anyway, but I think if they make the Batman movie an R-rated movie, it will definitely be successful. No doubt in my mind that it will not... It will definitely be successful because Robert Pattinson, great actor... And him playing Batman is a good choice. And then him being Batman in an R-rated movie will definitely be, like, chef's kiss. Like, that's definitely right on the money, I think. But that's a rumor. It may just be a really hard PG-13 movie where there's a lot of violence and probably a few, um, cuss words. So because that's the way pg-13 movies are i mean pg-13 movies nowadays are a lot more closer to r rated than pg-13 used to be so yeah so if it is rated r i'll really enjoy it i know a lot of people will they'll definitely make a lot of money off of that and then it'll be a good movie to watch i have really high hopes for it i think they're still filming it not real sure if they're done yet because of COVID, so they've slowed down. I know that, but I don't know if they're done. So, yeah, there you go Batman, maybe rated R, and I'm really excited for it. I really am, whether it's rated R or not. So, yeah, but also flipping over to the Disney side of things to Marvel and Star Wars, real quick. Season 2 of The Mandalorian is officially done. That's right. It was a great season. Honestly, I think this season was better than the first because of everything that happened. (coughs) I won't give any spoilers yet. Not on this episode, anyway. I will say right quick, though, in two weeks, two weeks from this episode comes out on... January the 9th, I will give my official review of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I'm going to be talking about spoilers, so I'm giving you two. If you haven't watched the end or any of Season 2 of The Mandalorian and you just want to watch it, you don't want to hear me say spoilers or anything like that, you, you have two weeks to watch it. And then you can listen to what I have to say about it. Because in two weeks on January the 9th episode, the first episode of Just Me for 2021, I will be giving my official review. I'll be talking about spoilers. I'll be talking about stuff that happened. And then I will give my predictions for season three, which will hopefully come out next year or the next. So, yeah, just letting y'all know. I'm not going to talk about any spoilers here today because, I mean, it just finished last week. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give y'all more preparation. So, hopefully you can watch it, and then, of course, I'll give a warning, spoiler warning, in two weeks, whenever that happens, in case you haven't. But I'm just saying to you right now that you got two weeks, and then I'm going to give my official review. So, there you go. But other than that, it was a really great season. I loved it. I think it was better than the first season. A lot of great stuff happened. Really enjoyed it. Really fun And I can't wait for anything that happens afterwards, no matter what happens afterwards, you know. So, but that's all I'm going to say. So, two weeks, January 9th, official review for Season 2 of The Mandalorian. And I'll be talking about everything else and giving my predictions for it. So, there you go. But, man, I haven't had time to talk about what happened on, on Disney Investor Day. Because, man... Disney like like for real though I gotta be for real with you holy did Disney release some news I mean man they released all kinds of stuff like for Marvel and Star Wars like I was full on fanboying it out because I was loving it because I was watching the live stream that they had for Disney Investor Day and of course they started out with a bunch of other stuff and they talked about how many um subscribers they had for Disney Plus and for Hulu and ESPN Plus and I didn't really care about all that honestly and then they talked about Star Wars was one of the first things they talked about was stuff coming to Disney Plus and the future of what Star Wars for like any kind of movies any kind of Disney Plus shows adding on to the stuff we already know about for Disney Plus so I'm going to go ahead and go through a list of Star Wars stuff real quick and talk about a little bit of it because I haven't had a chance to talk about any of it because, of course, this is the first episode that's come out since then where I can talk about it. So starting off next year, in 2021, we got The Bad Batch, which is a animated Clone Wars spinoff. ...from the Clone Wars animated show. It's called Star Wars The Bad Batch. Of course, if you haven't watched the last season of The Clone Wars... ...there's this group of clones that were called The Bad Batch in The Clone Wars... ...and it's going to be about them. So that's really all all I know about it. Of course, The Mandalorian will be coming back for Season 3. And it hasn't been confirmed yet, but they're saying either December of 2021... ...maybe early 2022 depending on release dates of it, and if they want Marvel and Star Wars shows to be on at the same time. So Then there's a show called Andor, which is about a character named Cassian Andor. He was the main, he wasn't the lead character, he was the, the lead dude in Rogue One, because it was the girl, who I don't remember her name, whose father like um, designed the Death Star and all that kind of stuff. And then she, like, ran around, and then they all died in the end. Spoiler for Rogue One. It's like a four-year-old movie at this point. But it's a really good movie. You should definitely watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. But, yeah, it's about the guy who brought in that uh, droid that was with him and how he met him and all that kind of stuff, so it'll be about that. Then, confirmed stuff, because a lot of this is to be announced. There's a movie called Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which will be about pilots, during the Star Wars times of, I guess, the, the Empire and the Republic and all that kind of stuff. It's directed by Patty Jenkins. I think that's her name. She directed the uh, this newest Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1984, which is actually available now when you're listening to this. It's uh, in theaters and available on HBO Max, so you should go definitely check it out. I'll probably watch it, I don't know... I don't know if I'm going to theaters with some people and watching it, or I may be watching it on HBO Max with some people. I don't really know yet, but I'll definitely watch it, and I'll tell you all about it. Then there's this movie called Star... Or not this movie. A show called Star Wars The Acolyte, which is a series on Disney+, Plus, which will be about a Sith Lord taking place before Episode One. So that will be interesting to, to watch. Then there's uh, Star Wars Visions. Don't know what that is. Don't know what it's about. It's just another show. Then there's Star Wars Rangers of the Republic. Or of the New Republic, I should say. That is actually a spin-off show from The Mandalorian, which will be about pilots and people um, after Episode Six happened, whenever they blew up the second Death Star. It'll be about that. Then there's Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is the Kenobi series that takes place in between Episode 3 and 4. And it was officially confirmed that Hayden Christensen, the man who played Anakin Skywalker in Episodes 2 and 3, will return as Darth Vader for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So it's going to be great to see him and Ewan McGregor return in their rightful spots in the Star Wars universe. Then there's a movie that we don't know, it's just called Star Wars at this moment. It's going to be directed by Taika Waititi, who directed Thor, Ragnarok, and the next Thor movie, Thor, Love, and Thunder. He's a great director, and he's going to be directing a Star Wars movie. So, Then there's going to be a show called Lando. It's about Lando Calrissian, who was in the Star Wars universe, and that's about it. That's all I know about that show. Then a droid story, which will be some show about droids, and then Ahsoka. So there you go. A lot of stuff coming from the Star Wars world. Of course, Marvel also, they announced stuff later in the day for that show. Or for that show. For Marvel. And it will be really good. I talk uh, about a lot of this next week with my guest. And I don't go with that in depth, though. I won't go with that in depth, though, I should say. So. But Marvel. Excuse me, Marvel MCU has got a big lineup because we've just really been getting Star Wars stuff. Like we got season one of the Mandalorian when Disney Plus started, and then we got the Clone Wars last season, and now, and then we just finished season two of the Mandalorian, and we haven't had any MCU related content yet. But now we are getting it. January fifteenth, Wandavision will premiere. January fifteenth, it's a Friday. And it will premiere a weekly episodic show on Disney+. Plus. After that, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, March 19th. So, right after WandaVision, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier. May 7th is Black Widow, which is a movie. So, it'll be really good to see how that does. Loki is in May, which is a show. The What If Show is in the summer. Shang-Chi is on July 9th. And then we got The Eternals on November 5th. So it's going to be really good to see these movies and shows coming out this year. Of course, in late 2021, we'll get a Hawkeye show and a Miss Marvel show, which is going to be really awesome to watch those. And then Spider-Man 4, the fourth MCU... No, not the fourth, the third MCU um, Spider-Man movie. Will be taking place December 17th. Of course, there's a bunch of rumors running rampant about that movie. And it's going to be really good to see what happens there. Then, of course, 2022, we got... Doctor Strange movie, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, and Blade and Captain Marvel 2. We have 5 MCU movies apparently coming out in the year 2022, and then you got Moon Knight, She-Hulk Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special that is coming out in 2022. So, 2022 is going to be a big year, and then of course we have I Am Groot, which is a Disney Plus show that we has not even been announced for any year yet. And then in 2023 we'll be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the third Guardians movie, and Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which will be the third Ant Man movie, also coming out that year with Guardians Three. And then finally, they finally finally announced this movie will be happening. Yes, that's right. They announced the MCU will be having a Fantastic Four movie. Finally, really excited about that. I forget the guy's name, but the same director who directed the first and second and this third MCU Spider-Man movies will be directing the Fantastic Four movie. So... My God. (laughs) Like, this is amazing. I'm really excited for everything that Marvel and Star Wars are doing. They have released so much. So much news. They have announced so many shows and movies that are coming in the next few years. And the the future looks bright for both Marvel and Star Wars. So it's going to be really, really, really cool to see what happens in the next few years. And that's just right there. I mean, in 2022, there were like five or six Marvel shows and five movies that are coming out in that year. As of right now, anyway. Unless they get pushed back or pushed up a little bit. Doesn't matter. But still, there are five movies and about six Disney Plus shows. And as of right now, most of them are going to tie in together. Um. I did want to mention it was announced that in the fourth Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder, Christian Bale, who, of course, you probably know, who played the Dark Knight Batman, he will be, I guess, the villain. He will play a character named Gore the God Butcher, which is a very good name. And he will be introduced. There will be a lot more actors introduced and more, definitely more characters introduced into the next few years of the MCU. So... It's going to be very interesting to see what happens, in my opinion. I'm very excited, like I said, because we're getting as, as fans, we're getting this is this may sound a little arrogant, but we're getting the content that we'd finally deserve, because like Marvel, they've been doing really good. I mean, they were doing like two or three movies a year at most points. And then of course COVID happened, and then now January fifteenth is when it's going to start all with the Vision show on Disney Plus. So very excited about it. Definitely going to be watching every single show and movie f- that Disney will do for Marvel and Star Wars, and of course we'll watch. Like it's it's amazing. Like I <laughs> I can't get over it. It's just so amazing on what they're going to do. So very excited like i said hopefully all of you are excited as well because they're definitely going to be doing some really good stuff in the next few years i can feel it just all those like they announced like over 20 things for both for marvel and then over 20 things for star wars and that's just in in three years from now like the stuff they announced the last stuff that they announced was going to come out in 2023 So, it's almost two years because we're almost in 2021 as it is. So, I'm very excited for what's going to happen. So, yeah, there you go. So, if you do not know, the Toddcast has its own official Instagram page that, that you should definitely follow. If you aren't following, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You should definitely give the Toddcast Instagram page a follow at the underscore ToddCast underscore, only on Instagram, nowhere else, only on Instagram, like I said. And sometimes every other week I post to ask questions if you wanted to have any questions for me on an episode of the ToddCast. We got a couple of those back, and I want to say thank you for all of the questions that I've received on this episode. Also, I would like to say thank you to everyone who has asked a question the year in this past year in 2020, because if you do not know, since this episode is coming out December 26th, this is officially the last episode of the year. So, thank you to everyone who has submitted a question this past year. So, we're going to go down the line, and here are some questions. First question we got What's the best Christmas present you ever received? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm not thinking about. It's not hard to choose one. It's hard to remember everything I've gotten. And I'm not saying that because I've gotten a lot of stuff. I'm saying that because I just don't remember. Like, because once you get it for Christmas, like a month, like two months later, like by the time Valentine's Day happens, you're like, it's just another thing in the house, you know. Depending on what it is. Um. Man. What's the best Christmas present I ever got? I've never been given a pet for Christmas, but that's just the way it is. I mean, I have a bunch of cats outside, and they do their own thing. I don't think I've ever been given a bike. I'm going through, like, generic things. I don't think I was ever given, like, a PlayStation or anything. No, because we usually get that whenever they come out. I mean, if the PS5 ever came back in stock today, it'd be after Christmas by the time it come in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was like a PS4 game, maybe that I've played, like, that I played for months or maybe a year. Um, I think I've only been on vacation twice during Christmas in my life, and I'm 21. So, not that many. Oh, I remember there was this car I got one time, not a real life-size car. It was and it was bigger than a Hot Wheels though. Imagine a car smaller than a normal-sized car, but bigger than a Hot Wheels. Which is a good which is a good range. <laughs> but there was this car that was kind of small. You couldn't ride on it or anything, but it was just cool because it was like you could drive it around, and it was remote controlled. And this was bigger than an RC car. Like this is bigger than some remote controlled car. But what it did is that it had a button on the on the remote control for it, and it transformed. But it wasn't a transformer. Like, it wasn't like Optimus Prime or something, you know, or like Megatron or somebody. Like, this was, like, off-brand, like, great value transformers. Like, yeah. Like, this, this was just some off-brand thing that just transformed into a robot, and you could have it walk around... It didn't say anything, of course, and then you push another button, and it, and it would play some like real weird music, like hip hop music. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. and it was transforming back into a car. And I was like, why? It was like basically like imagine every time Optimus Prime or like Bumblebee or any of the Transformers transformed from robot back into car, or from car into robot. Imagine oh, a small rave happened at that time, and they're like, all right, Autobots, roll out. and they're (laughs) transforming, they're transforming, like, man, that was pretty cool, though, I gotta give my, I gotta give Santa some props there, that was pretty good, um, I don't know, I mean, I've been surprised by different stuff, you know, there's not really one thing that sticks out in my mind, of course, I get the, the usual socks and underwear, which is always good, you know, you appreciate socks and underwear the older you get. I mean, I'm only 21 years old and I appreciate them already because underwear and socks rip over the course of a year, depending on how much you wear that one pair of socks or underwear. And I mean, I've been receiving and money's always a good item. Money can never go wrong. Cause like, if you don't know, like that happens with me a lot. I don't know what I want. And so, people will give me money. Well, I mean, anybody can give me money. But normally my family, I should say, would give me money. That way I can buy a game or I can use it to go buy food or whatever, you know. Like, that's, you can't go wrong with money because you can spend it on anything and anything I want. So, you know. I don't think I can pick one. Honestly, I don't remember. And, It'd have to be that car, that transforming car, like bum 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 bum, like that was a pretty good car. Like I got to give it to whoever made that. It was not Hasbro, which makes the toys for Transformers. It was not them. It had to be like some other. It's it's somewhere in my house. Like it may be in my closet or something other. I don't know where it is. It probably threw it away because I don't think it worked. Because after a while, I think it got stuck as the the robot and it it wouldn't transform back to the car no matter if we had it charged or not and batteries in the control. It just stopped working after a while. So I don't know where it is. Like, we have an attic, and there's a Winnie the Pooh up there that you can hear sometimes because it'll hit the side of a box, and I can't even do Winnie the Pooh. But you know what I'm saying? That really loud... The really, high-pitched hoo-hoo that he does like imagine getting in the attic and hearing winnie the pooh like that's nightmare right there and then boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and have a transforming car coming after you that's not in any way related to the transformers he's not a autobot or decepticon like this thing is just its own thing it's walmart con like it's coming at you so yeah that was pretty cool. I got I to gotta give Santa some props there. So, yeah. Next question we got. Oh, it's a would you rather question. It's very good. I love would you rather questions. Would you rather shower once a week and always be clean? Okay. Or sleep one hour a day and be rested? Um honestly for me it's an easy answer I'd sleep 1 hour a day like I know definitely people would choose a shower one time a week and no matter how dirty you got during that week you were still clean as long as you showered like every Sunday or something I would definitely choose 1 hour of sleep because imagine the stuff you could get done like, if you fell asleep at, like, I don't know, let's say you fell asleep at midnight and you woke up at 1 and you were like, man, I feel good. Like, I could get up really early. Like it, like I said, get up at 1, I could go to the gym and work out for an hour or two and then come back home. Well, then at this point, it's like 4 in the morning or 3 or 4 in the morning, I can like, do, and whenever the semester starts back for college, I could do so much work during one day. Like, if, if it's the type of online classes that open up all their stuff during one semester, I could get all the stuff done in a week. Like, one hour a day, shoot, man, that would be amazing. Like, I don't care if I had to take more than two showers a day. I'd take three showers a day if I, if I could sleep one hour a day because, and be rested, like, Like, they say eight hours is recommended. But no matter how many hours I sleep at night, I'm going to wake up either sore or tired, no matter what. But, I mean, rest is rest. I mean, I feel better as the day progresses, you know, whenever you get, like, a little bit more active during the day. Walk around the house, go outside and do something. Like, you'll feel a little bit better. But, man, I would choose one hour a day over anything. Like, I understand, like, taking one shower a week and then being able to like work out and then you'll get sweaty, but you're but it'll like rub off and you're fine and But when you think about it, what takes up more time of your day of like a whole twenty four hours I mean the eight hours you sleep at night or the ten to fifteen minutes you're in the shower, depending on how long you shower anywhere from like five to fifteen minutes like because cause time can get away from you in a shower. Unless you have like a clock in your shower or something. <laughs> like, let's say you take sh- two showers a day. That's at least 30 minutes. And that means if you take one shower a week, accumulatively, how many hours do you gain them? Like four in one week, maybe? Four or five? But if you sleep eight, eight hours a night, you cut down that down to one and you that means you're saving seven hours a day so the seven hours you save in one day from not sleeping and still be rested instead of the what 30 minutes you save from showering twice a day i'm saving a whole heck of a lot of time i could shower seven times a day and it would equal the amount and it will not seven times it'd be like 10 or more times a day and it still would equal the amount of sleep that i'm getting you know what i'm saying so technically, you're saving a whole heck of a lot more time sleeping one hour a day. And that's what I would do. I would definitely pick that. If there was a way in the world that I could do that, I would get so much stuff done. I would watch a whole heck of a lot of TV. I would probably watch almost everything on Netflix. And I would get so many shows and movies watched. I would go do stuff. Like I said, I, if I slept from midnight to 1, woke up at 1 a.m. and it was like, man, I feel good. Go work out and shower, and then do whatever, do class, do online class work, play a game, come up with ideas for this, like, yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing to think about, like, just thinking about, like, all the stuff I do during a, what, awake for, if you're asleep eight hours, that means you're awake for 16 hours a day, imagine you were awake for 23 hours a day, <laughs> like, if you had a and like if you work, you know, you could work overtime, get a double shift. If you only need to sleep for one hour a day, if you work an eight hour day and you and you feel somewhat tired towards the end, sleep for one hour. Oh, I'm rested. Can't go to sleep for another twenty four hours or whatever. So, yeah, pretty sure you got my answer was that I would rather sleep one hour a day than take one shower a week and be clean. So yeah, one hour a day would be amazing if that was possible in the world. So now, thank you for those questions. And like I said, thank you to everybody in 2020, this past year that has submitted a question to the podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. But now... We're going to go ahead on into drink review. That's right, the last drink review of 2020, baby. That is correct. First off, all right, I got to say something, and this might make people mad, but I could care less what you what you feel. You could be offended. I could care less, but this, is, this isn't offensive or anything. I don't know who needs to hear this, which actually I do, because there's like two or three people that need to hear this, I think, that I know of. I don't really know them. I just see them on Instagram and Snapchat. But to all of you out there, and, out and to those people especially, no one gives a about you drinking or chugging alcohol on your, on your Snapchat or Instagram story. We don't want to see that. We could care less. We don't care about your feelings or anything of reason that you were chugging or drinking on your story. Or whatever, or some type of post, I could care less about that. And it's just weird and kind of gross sometimes. And it's like, do you have anything else better to do? Are you trying to get somewhere in life? Because if you are, that ain't it. Like, are you going to stoop to this low of trying to get friends or something by taking shots every day? Honestly, like, like, don't get me wrong. I like a good drink now and then. Like, I'm not, I'm not a alcoholic though. Some of you may be, but, and you might need to seek counseling. But, like, I, I'm, I drink. The only, I, I drink sometimes for this, for the podcast. But, like, I've drank, <laughs> honestly, I've drank more drinks for the Toddcast this entire year than I have outside of doing this. <laughs> like, outside of doing this, I've drank this year probably, like, probably enough to count on two hands. Less than 10 times, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, and some of you may be like, oh, that's a boring life then. No, I have a sane life. At least I can remember everything that happened this past year, even though it was 2020 and it was a sucky, kind of a sucky year, but at least I can remember things and at least I have more brain cells because of it. So if you want to be a trashy person and do this kind of stuff, more power to you. There are definitely the demographic of people that you can meet, and that's fine by me. You could have friends that do this, family members that do this. I could care less. But if you need help, you should definitely seek it. There's probably a phone number that you can call for that kind of stuff. There's a nice place north of where I live called the Palmetto Rehab Center. They will help you get off alcohol and drugs. Brett Favre has been there, and Britney Spears has been there. So you can consider yourself the third famous person that's going to be there. So there you go. No offense, but I don't care. So anyway, end of drink review I decided for Christmas episode, and this being the last one, that I'm going to do two drinks that are nothing related to Christmas. (laughs) But they're two of the biggest name brand drinks in the world. That's right. The first drink I'm going to try is Monster Energy Drink. That's right. I have never, ever tried a monster energy drink in my life i don't know what it tastes like i don't know how it is but of course all of us know that other than red bull in my opinion monster and red bull are the two biggest name brand energy drinks in the world of course i've had a bunch of different c4s i've actually tried a bang before that was like a year or two ago and they were pretty good you know energy drinks oh there we go energy drinks like i've said aren't my thing i don't drink them regularly but um they're pretty good you know i gotta give it to them some of them have a really good flavor a really good taste and so oh man monster that's strong smelling i can smell it i ain't even got my nose up to the can so monster energy drink never had you before many people have said you're good people chug you during college and all that kind of stuff i've never had you but here we go oh 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 oh, man that is not that bad (laughs) that is wow what color are you so you're not clear i'm sorry for the slurping but man honestly that first sip bites you but after that it kind of gets bearable Monster, you're not that bad. (laughs) Oh, I can taste the energy part of it, though. Man, that is something. Monster energy drink, you're pretty good. I can see why you rank some of the best. Of course, I am not an energy drink person, but I have had a bunch of different energy drinks for the podcast. I've drank more energy drinks this past year for this show than I have in any of my life. And that is a true statement. So, Monster Energy drink, on the scale from 0 to 100, no decimals, I'm going to give you a solid 74. It's pretty good. Like, it's... not going to lie. Like, it's... I don't even remember where I ranked the C4 drinks because I've tried three different flavors of that on here. But Monster, this is the normal green and black monster energy drink original there are different flavors there's actually coffee ones as well i'm not a fan of coffee excuse me but if you are a fan of coffee you might like the monster coffee drinks yeah that's pretty good so next up is another big name brand drink that's right i've never had this before they have really good commercials really good Super Bowl commercials, too. That's right. I am drinking Bud Light, the normal, one of the biggest brands of beer in the world. Bud Light. I got it in this nice twist-off blue aluminum bottle. You can hear that. It's really nice. It's a twist-off top, so I'm going to twist it off. Oh. Okay. I got my spit bucket in case i mean i had it prepared for monster too but oh oh it's got that beer smell to it i don't really like beer i just don't i'm not i'm not a beer fan that's just my forte um i like drinks that have flavor and that actually taste good no offense to any beer drinkers out there but you don't have a good sense of taste um But this might actually be good, you know? Like, I've had a Red's Apple Ale, and it was not that good. I've had... Was it a Michelob? I think I've had a Michelob one time, and it was not good. But it was like... I sipped on a little bit, you know? So, Bud Light. Here we go. I've never had you before. And let's give it a try. So, Bud Light. Mmm. Oh, oh, my God. Let me give you one more try. I'm sorry. I spit that out. Let's give it a try. Oh, 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 no, this was a mistake. Oh, that tastes like, oh, my God. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I need Monster. Monster, please, save me. Oh, oh, my Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, save me now. Okay, Bud Light. Oh, my God. I don't like beer, apparently. I'm not a beer drinker. Bud Light. On the scale from 0 to 100, no decimals. I'm going to give you a solid, oh, my God. I'm going to give you a solid 15. 15. No offense to Bud Light, no offense to any beer drinkers, but this is not my, this is not my ball court. I'm going to put the top back on you right now because I don't want anything like that in the vicinity of me ever again. Would I drink it again? Maybe in like a couple of years once I forget about it. Oh my Lord. All right. So yeah, Monster Energy Drink, you deserve a 74. Bud Light, You definitely deserve a 15 out of 100, that is. So, yeah. Monster 74, Bud Light, a 15. So, there you go. And that is it for the last drink review of 2020. I did want to say real quick that I want to just take this time, this moment, I should say, to thank all of you for listening for this past year. Honestly, this year... Let's be honest with each other. 2020 was not that good of a year. We've... So many people we have lost due to COVID. So many people we have lost this year maybe not due to COVID. We've lost so many legends in the acting and entertainment business, like Chadwick Boseman and Kobe Bryant, who we lost early this year. So many people we've lost this year, but we got to pick ourselves back up. we got to pick ourselves back up because we can and that's what we do we push forward that's what the human race is for that's what humankind is for that's what we do just because one bad year makes you get down and makes you feel terrible does not mean that that is the end of the world even though it seemed like it it was real close (laughs) after everything that has happened this year you got to look at the good stuff that happened for me the Toddcast started this year, and this is probably one of the greatest things that's ever happened in my life, honestly. January 11th, 2020, the first episode of the of the podcast was released. It was almost, it was about 30 minutes long, and it was released on Saturday, January 11th, like I said, at noon was when it was originally released, so t- times have changed. I've changed the date, the time, of course, during the day, and I feel like I've gotten better. I've loved every minute of doing this. I go into every episode excited, no matter if it's with the guest or just me talking about stuff I love. And being able to talk about stuff that I love and that makes me happy, talking about that on here for all of you to listen to hopefully make you happy with the news I'm talking about or just me talking about random stuff makes you happy, I guess. (laughs) If that's true for some of you, I'm... I'm glad it does. (laughs) If my weird sense of comedy can do that, I appreciate it, you know? I just want to thank all of you for such an amazing year. This is episode 51. And this, of course, is the last episode of the Toddcast. For this year, you thought wrong. 2020 may be a bad year, but... The Toddcast is not stopping yet. That is right. Next week, January the 2nd, will be the first ever episode of 2021 of the Toddcast. And it is a guest episode, and it's episode 52, so you can probably guess who's going to be on it. Anyway, it's been one heck of a year. Next year will definitely be bigger and better. I want to thank especially all the guests that have been on this year. If you didn't know, there were a total of 15 different guests this past year that I talked to. And I want to thank every one of them. For the ones that made only a one-time appearance, to all the way up to who who was on five times this past year. I want to thank all of my friends that were on. I want to thank all the people who I didn't even know until I asked them. Like Dr. Bruno and Dr. Abraham I knew of, but I didn't really ever talk to him before. And just go down the list. I want to thank Jaron, Jacob, um, Zach Charbonneau, John Wright, Dr. Nick Bruno, Miranda Finley, Tyler Gerfers, Hunter Jones, Dr. Abraham, West Monroe Mayor Stacey Mitchell, ULM President Dr. Barry, Monroe's L.A. Delta Interim Chancellor Chris Broadwater, the 45th U.S. President Donald Trump maybe. The Monroe Mayor, Friday Ellis, and the last guest of 2020, Madeline Gilmore. The Louisiana National American Miss, of course. I just want to thank every one of you that have been on this past year. If it wasn't for them, honestly, I don't think the podcast would be where it is today. Because having those guests on and having them tell people and post it on their social media accounts and post it anywhere they can and telling their friends and family about it really helped out me into getting the news and spreading the word out there and i will say this that of course thank you to all that have been on this year but next year we'll have more first-time guests than repeating guests so thank you all to the 2020 guests but some of them you may not see return next year in 2020 so no offense to the ones who won't but that's just the way it is is that there's going to be more guests on next year that you have not heard on the podcast before. That is right. As of right now, there will only be about three or four guests making a return appearance next year in 2021, and most of the ones this past year will not. That's just the because there's so many, so much more people to talk to and to talk about about their story and about things they've done in their life. There are many people in line that I have got planned that will be on in the next coming weeks. So, hopefully you will like it. Next year will definitely be edgier and better. Um, You will hear new people, of course. And, yeah. uh, There's going to be definitely... 2021 will be the biggest year for the podcast yet. Even though it's going to be only the second year. It's going to be bigger bigger and better, am I right? So, 2020, what I want to end off is that 2020 was a weird year. It was different. We weren't ready for a pandemic, but are you any time in your life ready for anything like this? I, I was not prepared for it, but all the quarantine and lockdown happened in March, and here we are in December, and I'm... You know, I haven't caught COVID, thankfully. And the over a year it's been a thing. I know people who have, I have relatives who have, who have caught it, and I'm my thoughts and condolences go out to the people who have lost loved ones due to COVID this past year. But we are better than this disease. We are better than this virus. We can overcome anything because we have. Because we're the human race. One virus cannot take us down. We are better than this. And we can do better, better things in 2021 throughout every industry and all over the world in our, in our world. Just the, the human race as a whole and all of Earth can do really good things throughout the next year. So, I am going to tease this for next week is the one year celebration. That is correct. Next week with my guest, I will have a one year celebration to celebrate 2020, what it has been and looking forward to the next year of the Todd and really everything that's happening next year. If you can't tell my throat is really scratchy right now <laughs> after this hour, over an hour I've been talking. So I might start losing my voice here in a minute, but I'd rather... I wouldn't rather losing my voice doing anything else other than the Toddcast, in my opinion, though. So, next year... Not <laughs> next year. Next year is gonna be amazing. But, next week, one year celebration on January 2nd. And then in two weeks, like I said earlier, my Season 2 of The Mandalorian Review and... A special announcement will be taking place in two weeks on January the 9th. So make sure you tune into that episode because it will be a bomb that I'm going to drop on all of y'all. So thank all of you for listening to every episode of 2020. I've done 51 episodes this past year, one every week to put out there for all of you to listen. It doesn't matter. If ten people listen every week, it doesn't matter if ten million people listen every week. What matters is that those people that are listening are entertained somewhat and that tell people about it. That's all I ask is that you tell people about it. You listen and then when once you're done listening, you say, Hey, your brother, sister, mom, dad, cousin, your son, daughter, whoever, niece, nephew, uncle, aunt, anybody related to you, and any of your friends, tell them. Just tell them to listen to it, and the more that do that, the more we'll have, hopefully, a good time listening, if you do do enjoy it. So, thank all of you for listening, and as always, you can please rate and subscribe, and follow the Tidecast on Instagram for updates at the underscore Tidecast underscore, only on Instagram, and thank all of you once again for listening to this episode and this past year. Thank you for one heck of a 2020. It's been, even though it was a terrible year for most people, it was one of the best years of my life, in my opinion. I mean, this happened. The Toddcast happened. I met so many amazing guests, and I turned 21, which is a good thing, too. So this year was pretty good for me, in my opinion, for me personally. And, of course... If you want to know what's going to happen next week on the one-year celebration of the Toddcast, I think you know what to do. But, if this is your first time ever listening to an episode of the Toddcast, what the other listeners didn't tell you is that the way you got to learn what's going to happen next week is that you got to tune in to find out, only on the Toddcast.